Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. What is going on? It is me, Michael D. Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And as always, I get the top-notch treatment here. The budget for the whole entire radio show goes to my entire entrance to the DDP Radio Megaplex as the doors get strewn open for me. The elevators, there's rose petals on the elevators as I go ka-tink, 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 all the way up to the top floor. The chippy top floor, the tallest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina. And I get to the top floor, and the elevators open up. And there's four beautiful women fanning me down with a giant leaf as I walk and ascend up to the rooftop where that radio tower, that magical radio tower stands, and that red light flashing, ba-boom, ba-boom. I climb that rung one by one by one, and I grab that red light, and I point due north to the great white north to the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, where there's a snow-covered cabin deep in the wilderness, the Connect of light and crystals. Radiance shines through the windows and blasts DDP radio into the stratosphere. Crystal, how are you, my friend? <laughs> Who do I complain to about the working conditions here? Holy moly, all the budget on your entrance. And I'm in a cabin in the snow. What? <laughs> <laughs> well... Like I said, the whiny wheel gets the grease, right? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I'm, I'm very whiny, just ask my wife. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you, my friends? Good. Um, speaking of being whiny, I, um, I I decided I was making a slow cooker roast all day today, and I kind of mistimed it, thinking that it would be ready earlier than it was. So I just finished a beautiful slow cook, 10 hours it took to roast, and I just had some now. So if for any reason I'm falling asleep during the show tonight, just text Katie and tell her to poke me with a stick because I had a really big dinner. <laughs> Cattle fraud. <laughs> but um, anyways, let's let's move on with it because I know we have a packed show sure. tonight. We have an awesome guest uh, scheduled. I know you work your ass off. 
getting together the schedule, the guests, and doing all the social media. You're basically the uh, the backbone of this whole operation, and I'm basically the, just the butt bone over here. But uh, I know you've been working really hard pulling everything together, so without any further uh, ado, uh, if you'd like to announce who our guest is tonight, our radio, uh, DT Radio Warrior of the Week, uh, who we got sure. uh, scheduled for tonight. Yeah, so tonight, um, first off, I want to say welcome to August, everyone. Can you believe, holy moly, time's just flying by. Um, This week, Mike and I sit down and have a conversation with this week's Warrior of the Week, Connie Miller-Errington. Connie works a demanding job in a hospital, which makes her an automatic angel in my book. Um, she found herself with a need to try DDPY, and the rest, they say, is history. Anyone that finds their way here has endured at some point um, with something they felt that they could be better at or improve upon. Tonight is yet another case of changing the story you are living with or putting up with. Um, please welcome to the show tonight, um, my friend, Connie Miller-Arrington. Wow. Hi. Hello there. Thank you very Hi. much. Hi, Connie. Hey. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Thanks. That was such a nice intro. And I will tell you, if I had realized there was slow-cooked roast and rose petals, I'd have come over to the radio station. I'm only about 30 miles west of you. Oh, well, um, I, I didn't leave any left over, so uh, <laughs> good luck finding some because I had them. <laughs> Whereabouts are you located? You're, out, you're in North Carolina? I am. I'm in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Just, well, just we have, south of Chapel Hill. Oh, yeah, I love Chapel Hill. Love that town. Uh, well, well, welcome, and uh, thank you for coming on with us tonight. Um, you know, we always like to just call it on the fly, get to know each other on the air. Uh, we don't have any standard format or, or questions, but the one question we always like to start out with is every warrior, every superhero uh, needs an origin story. What were the circumstances that made you get to a point where you felt, I got to try CDPY, I got to make some changes in my life, and I got to go in and uh, give this thing a shot? Well, before COVID, like in 2019, I lost about 50 pounds or so. And, you know, throughout life, I went up, went down, went up, went down. And um, I lost that. And then, when COVID hit, of course, I work in a hospital, so life stopped for a lot of people, and it just kept going, but only at high speed for me. And I realized that weight loss, though it was great for me, was not the answer that I was looking for. One day I was working with uh, – I worked in a burn center with um, – with burn survivors and help them regain movement. And I had a small child on the floor and uh, he had no balance of his own. And I realized I had to get off the floor and hold him at the same time because nobody else was in the room. And I wasn't sure how I was going to do that because I have arthritis in my knees and 
I didn't know how I was going to hold him and how I was going to pull up both. I managed to make it work, but I went home that night and started looking for, you know, exercises for knees and somehow ran across the Arthur video that everybody else under the sun has seen. And that's how I got my start. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty uh, physically demanding job. And also it can, I'm sure pretty emotionally taxing at times too. Um, uh, you know, people don't think about that, you know, the wear and tear on the body. I come from a family who all worked in hospitals and stuff, and there's not a more demanding physical job that I can think of in healthcare than just, you know, somebody who works in the hospital. Those floors are so hard on your body. Um, you don't think about the physicality of a job like that. And, uh, the emotional stress as well, you know, how is DDPY, you know, how has that helped you, you know, come home and unwind during the day physically and emotionally with what you do? Well, physically it was definitely the answer because I, I noticed the change literally in a matter of six to eight weeks. Um, emotionally, yeah, just having – having something to, to come home and do that doesn't it, – it requires an internal thought process, but only in terms of what your own body is doing. Um, you don't have to think about anything else going on outside of yourself and that voice leading you through movement. Ooh, so it definitely point. helps to let that go. You know, yeah, that's, the outside world goes. That's a really good point. You're alone in your head, and that's perfect. You know, you go on a mat and be done with it. Yeah, um, because you can't hold on to things. And right. I'm not just talking about working in a hospital, but just all your daily stresses. You have to have a release and. You know, DDP yoga for me was the answer to that. You so. know, it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's like you know, shaking a pop bottle and needing to take the cap off, and you know, it's it's the perfect way just to alleviate the pressures of just everyday life. So it it is because I work. 40 hours a week as a caregiver, but in addition to that, I work my schedule around it so that one one week a month I can drive out of state to take care of my mom 24-7. So, you know, I have to have some kind of stress relief. Wow. I mean, that's, that's a lot. You know, you have, a, you have a kind heart to be able to take on all of that. You know, that's a pretty impressive uh you know, thing you got to do. Um, when you first started um, doing DDPY, were you somebody who exercised regularly or was this kind of a new concept to you? And how did you kind of adjust at first? And how how did your um, your progression go? When you got, how did you get comfortable with the positions over time? Well, I've always been a walker. Um, I, I, Never really ran because when I when I did try to run, that's how I originally messed my knee up. But I I walk a lot, um, and I like to to challenge myself. Unfortunately, 
I never stretched. I was one of those people who went out and, you know, stretching, you know, what's that mean? It doesn't really do anything. It, and I think that's why progressively it got worse and worse and worse, and I got tighter, tighter, tighter. But the body apparently holds a memory because when I was a, a child, I used to, you know, do cartwheels and things like that all the time and in play. And hadn't done anything like that since I was about 10 years old. But when I started doing DDPY, everything came back really quickly. Everything stretched out well. And holding the, the positions was not that difficult in terms of flexibility. But I made that my goal. I mean, that was... My focus in the beginning wasn't about anything other than becoming flexible so that I could get off the floor and do things like that. And it just, it came really easily for me. In fact, almost too easily, if that makes sense, because (laughs) then I was like, I was like, well, but, but it's not that hard. I don't know why. And and so I was like, what am I missing? I'm missing something. And then I started overthinking it. <laughs> so it really kind of played a little bit of head games with me when <laughs> when I didn't have to fight as hard as, as I thought I should. I mean, I, that's a great point. I've, I've been there too. You know, when I first started to get to a point where like, exercise to me meant I'm going to be hurting afterwards or I'm going to be exhausted or like I'm not going to be able to stand up tomorrow. So when you start getting in the rhythm of it, you almost feel like you're cheating the system. You're like, I'm, this isn't really working, is it? Because I'm waking up and I'm not sore in the morning. You know, you kind of think you're underworking a little bit, but you start to realize pretty quickly the, um, you know, things getting easier or the flexibility. And I, I was one of those guys too that I, I thought, uh, stretching was busy work, like something my gym teachers yelled at us to do so they didn't have to teach a whole class. And, and now <laughs> you get down on the floor and you start stretching out a little bit, and I, I realize how much that does for the rest of my day. And it always kind of seemed like hogwash to me. Um, but it really is. It changes your entire, you know, day if you're feeling good and flexible. Oh, it does, because now if, Well, I started out in the beginning, literally what I did, I did the the beginner series. And after the beginner series, I literally just started doing mostly stretches, specifically the DDP and Paige Christmas stretch, and doing Red Hot Core. And that's what I did every day for probably three or four months. And now if if I go three days without doing a DDP work or DDP yoga workout of some sort, not necessarily the stretches, but any workout, my knees when I get up in the morning almost can't walk down the steps. So it's it's a lifetime thing. I was just going to ask you, yeah. we just had a question come in, and <laughs> how are your knees was the question, and you just answered that in part. So you have noticed a significant difference then. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're great. 
as long as I'm doing right. workout. Right. Um, every day I I get up, I move, I, I do well. I mean, the first five or ten minutes, my knees are tight, but I start moving and I just go through my day and it's no big deal at all. Um, if I don't, I know it very quickly. And part of part of the um, thing there, you know, the whole mind game thing is you say, oh, well, the knees are good now. Maybe I don't have to, to do it. Or is DDP yoga making my knees bad because now I have to do it? And, and you have to stop and think, no, it was the answer. And if you have the answer, why would you throw it away? Right, right. I also have it's another human question. nature. Sorry, Mike. Oh, sorry, um, I just had a quick question. Um, did you have to make any significant diet changes, Connie? Um, you know, the first year that I did it, I did not make significant diet changes. I was really just in it for movement. Right. Uh, I was like, I lost my 50 pounds. I don't need to do anything. I felt pretty good about myself. Um, and, in fact, I, I, was doing, I was doing the um, Positively Unstoppable Challenge, and I felt bad because I wasn't trying to lose weight. And, and uh, I was like, you know, am I some kind of imposter here? Because here I am, I'm doing exercises that seem to be coming along fairly easily. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not, so why am I, I here? But the whole purpose of being there was to get where I was. And, you know, sometimes you just have to not question your, over-question yourself. Um, this year, probably in the last six or seven months, however, I did really start honing in a little bit more on nutrition. And without specifically trying to, I lost, you know, 28 pounds, 28 more wow. pounds in the last six months. And, you know, that's 112 pounds of pressure off my knees. So when you think of it that way, for each pound, that's four pounds oh. of pressure you take off your knees. Right. That's amazing. So way I to go. Think, I didn't think I cared about losing weight, but it actually has been a huge boost for my health in addition. I can imagine. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that's that's an amazing. You know, some it's sometimes great to just not have a plan and just kind of go with the flow and see what works for you. You know, you weren't planning on losing weight. You weren't planning on doing this, and things happen, and you realize along the way you kind of listen to your body and understand yourself more and realize what works and what doesn't. I kind of think that sometimes works better for people than having this strict guideline of what I want to do and what I want to get out of it. Just be, let yourself be open to changes and see how it works for you. That certainly works better for me because if I have a rigid plan of any sort. I'm a kind of buck the system kind of person, even if it's my own rule, because I, I, I don't know. I, I don't adhere well to, to being told what to do. 
Me neither. A <laughs> rebel without a cause. <laughs> so I, I think I think that's why I did begin, beginner and then started doing my own workouts because I think <laughs> it's fabulous. I think I think the the program from bed to you know super extreme. I think that's wonderful. But for me, I like having it there, kind of like a smorgasbord, and I can go along and pick and choose what works for me on any given day. That's fabulous. I, I love it. You know how is um, you know how has it affected your work life? Like those long days at the hospital and those conditions, those are those can be brutal. Like, does it make your body feel better at the end of the day, or is it something like you're just going to get beat up no matter what you do at that? kind of job oh it it absolutely makes it easier because as you already said before working in healthcare the the number one injury in healthcare is your back from moving people around and um, standing on those hard floors and it's made my my back, my knees, my hips, everything a lot less tired. And also, I I don't strain. You know, most of the time you try you try to do safe maneuvers. It doesn't always work. So it doesn't place the strain on my body that it used to. And so when I get out of work my body's not as tired as it used to be because I, I work 10 hour days. So yeah, it's a lot on those hard floors. I should say, um, what have your coworkers said about everything? They must've noticed that, you know, Connie has changed or you're doing something. Oh yeah. They, they definitely, they follow along with me and uh you know they they see things that i post just on my regular page and stuff and and um comment about some of the moves that i can make and the things that i can do um and have noticed that even though there's always oh cookies candy cake whatever because when you work in a hospital there's always something available um you know they notice that i don't usually take any of that and they may comment oh don't offer it to connie she won't take it so i i know they see it and i know that they Mm -hmm. know i'm doing it but they're supportive my, my, like I said, I, my family worked in healthcare. My, my wife's father was a respiratory therapist for years. You know, I worked there part time when I was a kid. You know, my mom got me into jobs in healthcare. And for a healthcare organization, it's funny because all of the hospitals are trying to kill you with the sweets that all the reps <laughs> bring in and all like the free lunches and stuff. I'm like, for a healthcare facility, you're feeding me cookies all day. It's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, but I will say one plus in it is there. There have been a couple people that I work with who have checked out the app and decided to try DDP yoga. In fact, in fact, one of our uh, 
one of our advanced care providers said her husband started doing it after she showed him a picture of one of the roundhouses that I held and told him, you know, that I couldn't do that six months before. So that was good. Got That's somebody amazing. else involved. Have you, have you surprised yourself at all with anything in this journey, like whether the commitment or a position or the, the success you've had? Uh, has there been a point where you're like, wow, I can't, I'm, I can't believe it. I surprised myself on that one. I've surprised myself with every aspect of it. If you had told me in December of 2021 that I would do any of the things that I can do now, I would have laughed in your face. And it's been a huge mental trans- transformation for me as well because and that that's actually something and, and I know you know DDPY radio is not about the positively unstoppable challenge but I do it because it's a motivation for me and and I realized last year I didn't submit because when it came down to it I just I didn't at that time feel unstoppable and I, I didn't feel, you know, worthy or a champion. And and I didn't want to submit just to submit, although actually I think there's a lot of merit in finishing something, but at that time it wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. But what happened in the interval between last year's challenge and this year's challenge is I started diving into why I didn't submit and why I didn't do things. And I I discovered that it actually went back to something that happened in college. And this year's challenge has enabled me to work through that and build confidence up that and take back a power that I gave away 36 years ago. So it's, it's been a huge mental thing for me as well. So Way to go. In, I guess to answer your question, everything changed. Wow. That, I mean, that's the name of the game. Like, I, I've heard that from so many people who, who are doing the challenge that it goes, it starts out like a physical goal and you kind of end up learning so much about the psychology and it also becomes just an emotional journey and triumph just to finish. Um I mean, that's an incredible story, and, and, and I've heard similar, not, not yours in particular, but people having these emotional breakthroughs, which I'm assuming comes from pushing yourself to a place where you don't think you could have, you know, previously been. It opens up a lot, of, uh, a lot about yourself to yourself. Well, it, it does because you start questioning, you know, why, why am I not willing to go there? Why won't I do this? And, and you have to figure it out because, you know, the answer is not, oh, because I don't feel like it. There's always something else. Whew. That's a big thing to kind of mentally get to. So way to go. Be, I mean, it just goes to prove that, you know, not all the work. You know, I always have somebody always say to me when I wear my, you know, T-shirt out or whatever, they're like, oh, you know, it's just a workout program, but it's not just a workout program. There's so many different avenues 
to DDPY that everybody, I mean, that time on the mat is has become the most um, expensive real estate I own. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and actually, the the support of the community, I think that, and I, I know that you've heard this, you know, numerous times, but that's what makes it different is there's always somebody who's got your back. Yep. Um, that, that whole emotional mental breakthrough for me that I didn't even know was something that was holding me back happened because of a conversation and, and, a, you know, I don't know how you feel about throwing names out there, but, but I was talking okay. to Wendy Ilsky and yeah. it just, it just happened. I mean, you know, one of last year's champions and we weren't even talking in regards to a challenge. We weren't talking in regards to anything, but, you know, she said, what do you think is holding you back? Cause there's something holding you back. And we just got started talking and, and it was, you know, <laughs> it was a pretty emotional half hour, 45 minutes on the phone with somebody I'd never met in person but I felt like I'd known my whole life. And so I carried something with me for 36 years, hadn't even spoken about it in probably 30 years, and never knew it was a part of my life. And and in one conversation, she made me break through the barrier. It's weird. It's, uh, it's, it's, It's crazy how emotionally vulnerable these journeys can make you and that you're able to open up to, I'm not going to say a complete stranger, but somebody you've never met before. But the fact is that doesn't make them complete strangers is there's so much relatability to people who are on there doing this and they might not have the same reasons they're doing it as you or the same situation or the same past and history, but we can all relate to that common goal of, you know, fixing ourselves or healing ourselves and the fact that you're able to get on there with somebody you've never looked in the eye before, never one-on-one looked in their eyes, and be able to be so emotionally vulnerable and open up, it proves a comfortability with this community and the ability to connect with other human beings. And I, I've always said that's the secret sauce for this program. Uh, it's a powerful, powerful thing. Absolutely, because every single one of us is different, but we're all alike. We're we're all just trying trying to be better. Yeah. And it's it's such a glorious thing, too. I've said this before, is DDPY has put people in a room with me that I would never come across in real life. We're different in every way. You know, every single way I've, I've, I've had people who I wouldn't, ever be in the same room with just because of life and the way, you know, human beings are. And we get together and we realize how much alike we are instead of, you know, the differences between us. And it's such a great experience to be around people like that and to meet them in this process. uh, And and you form a bond with people. Sometimes people you've never even been in the same room with, like I said, some people, uh, I, I'm one of those people that is very skeptical towards online relationships. <laughs> I don't trust a lot of people that tell me who they are online or I don't do the, I never did the dating online, 
but there is a, some kind of like trust that you have if they're a DDPY person that the person on the other end of that line is a is a relatable, real life human being, and you kind of knock the walls down between each other. Oh, absolutely, because I think having the DDPY connection <clears throat> makes you look for your common bond, and the rest doesn't matter. That's interesting. I've I've been fortunate, very fortunate since I started to have met a lot of people um, who are within the community. And I, I can tell you that I've never been disappointed in a meeting. I, I've everybody they're they're not always exactly how in your mind you picture they're going to be but they're always exactly who you, who you connected with to begin with right right i have a question I mean, connie you know, what would new connie tell old connie um I think that, you know, it's never too late to start. It's never too late to to be better, to be healthy, to um to get stronger, to and and this is not just it's physically and and mentally. Life is meant to evolve. And it doesn't matter how old you are. I, I mean, I didn't start this till I was 55 years old. And two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I did a cartwheel for the first time since I was 10 years old. I mean, <laughs> that's wonderful. New new Connie <laughs> would tell old Connie that the body doesn't have to break down. The body can always take you where you want to go. That. You know, it's only inertia that stops you. I'm so wow. proud of you. I, I, I never realized you were over 55. I was talking to you, and, and you have the spirit of a of a of a 20 something year old. I didn't realize that that was where you were at. And that's such a great point to make too, because you know, let's be honest. Society kind of like teaches us that after 65, after 60, whatever, it's time to sit in your recliner and waste away. I mean, that's kind of the way. They portray it, and it's weird, but getting that lust for life and getting that, like, rejuvenation and that second start, common. A lot of people just kind of accept at a certain point that, well, my best days are behind me. Let's just focus on being old and decrepit now. And there's so much life left to be led, and it's almost discouraged for finding yourself, at you know, after 55 and realizing, like, yeah, I'm going to – I'm going to take a big swing at this and, and go all in. Oh, absolutely. Well, part of, probably part of the, the impetus, part of, part of the reason that I wanted to excel is uh, I'm all about proving I, – I don't know if it's proving others wrong or proving myself right – um, 
I, at the encouragement of my um, care physician, I went to see a physical therapist. And I'm an occupational therapy assistant. I'm 100% in on therapy, physical and occupational therapy. But I went to see a physical therapist, and I was telling him about my knees, and he had me do some movements, and he says, well, you know, we don't really need to be that flexible at our age. And my brain immediately was like challenge on. Right. And so I think that had a lot to do with <laughs> with more proving something, you know, uh, to myself I'm and sure to someone that I'll never see again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm guessing they may have meant well, but what a bizarre thing to say to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, uh, yeah. I mean, but I you know, guess he did his job because I'm very, uh, very flexible now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That, I mean, maybe defi- he was doing it. <laughs> Defiance is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, maybe he was doing it the way that the way my wife says, "You're not going to do all the dishes tonight," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to do all the dishes tonight." That reverse psychology. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you seem to have the, that similar spirit that I recognized. And, and and my thing is, I never want to be what others assume I'm going to be. You know, growing up, I was kind of a bratty kid, and I think a lot of people um, thought I wasn't going to make much of myself and you know once I kind of got that vibe I was all about shoving that in their faces and making something of myself I just never want to live up to my negative expectations and as soon as someone puts something on me like that I'm going to completely shoot for the opposite and it's been a driving factor in my life I kind of recognize that that fighter spirit that you have of uh, you're not going to assume what I'm going to be. I'm going to take it and I'm going to spike that football at the finish line, at the uh, at the end zone, and uh, and prove you all wrong. It, and and it is there, and and it was it was lost for a little while, and and DDPY brought it back. Um, somewhere along the line, I. I lost the confidence in myself, and I think, you know, part of that, and it's it's hard to explain if you're not a woman of a of a certain age. But women, fifty years old and older, a lot of when we were growing up, we were kind of pushed to the side. We weren't yeah. we weren't encouraged to excel in sport. I will never forget in eighth grade it was the first co-ed gym class and the gym teacher was also the football coach and he had no idea what to do with the girls so he said okay the guys are going to be doing stuff you girls there are some jump ropes and some hula hoops for you so you know entertain yourself oh wow yeah (laughs) and so I never like really pushed the whole sports thing but then um, the confidence to put myself out there. That's where I, I was talking about in in college. I actually was a journalism major at one time, and someone falsely accused me of libel 
basically just to get his name out there. And wow. he, uh, I mean, it, I had to go in front of a a board and defend myself for like three hours. And, and you talk about crushing somebody's uh, belief in themselves. Um, I, nothing came of it because I didn't do anything. But when I walked out the door, he just said to me, sorry, I just needed, I needed my name out there because he was like the president of the Senate. And he, you know, just any publicity is good publicity kind of thing. But I didn't realize at that time I gave away my confidence. I gave away my power to somebody who never even, like, asked for it. He didn't even know that I handed him that. And I, and I gave away that power and and that fight and that drive. And then, you know, that's that's what the Positively Unstoppable Challenge did for me is it made me question why why don't I submit? Why am I afraid of judgment of others? You know, why do I care what others think? And, you know, I had to dig deep. And, and it made me realize that, you know, I'm 57 years old. If not now, when? So now I'm, like, about as confident as they come. What a, That's amazing. What a, excuse my language. What a shitty thing to do to somebody. You know, there's a special cruelty to somebody that just likes to steal the spark from somebody just for their own selfish, gross, egotistical things. And he'll never think of you again. He'll never know what he did to you. And you've been carrying around that for 20 something years now. And uh, it's a real disgusting thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, but it's such a beautiful thing that it's not too late to take that back. And you're taking those steps to, to heal yourself, heal your, your past, so your confidence, and he'll never know it, but you'll be able to hold your head high realizing that he never took it from you for good, and that's going to be something powerful. I'm not sure if you're there yet or if you're getting there or whatnot, but I hope that you know what an incredible strength and uh, determination and what a beautiful thing it is to be able to go in and confront that in yourself and realize what was taken from you and now to work on reclaiming it. I mean, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you know, you never know. Well, you can affect people at any stage of life, but at, at 21 years old, I mean, I, I didn't even know what to do with it and and never realized how it affected me. And, uh, you know, I this is what a lot of us do, and I think this is what a lot of, DDP yoga brings us back around to ourselves and looking within ourselves um, in that, you know, it's that six inches that that Dallas Page always talks about. It's that headspace because he didn't take anything from me. I gave it away. You know, I gave my power away. That's huge. And, you know, getting into that headspace made me realize, you know, if you give something away, you can take it back. There's nobody to stop me from believing in myself but me. You know, it's kind of ironic, this whole conversation, because I remember my grandmother told me 
something one time and it just kind of stuck with me and it's kind of along the same <laughs> same kind of thing and it was a really difficult thing that I was dealing with at the time and she just looked at me and she said Missy that's my nickname for her um she <laughs> said to me you are not a tree you don't have to stay where you think you've been planted you can get up and move Oh, I love that. Right? And I just heard her say that when you were saying what you were saying. Wow. Full circle. And Yeah, you're coming to this with all kinds, you know, you're not the 21-year-old girl anymore. You've got life experience behind you. You've got a whole uh, roadmap of, of ups and downs and wins and failures and everything under the sun behind you all that experience and you find yourself here and you're, you're trying these new things and, and you're living your life and what is on the horizon what do you want to do with this are you where you want to be did you kind of conquer those uh doubts those demons those the past or is it something you're you're working towards you know progressively or how what do you see for yourself for the next five years or so um no i I think the demons have been slayed, actually, uh, because I found myself, I'm much more assertive even at work than I have ever been. I mean, I'm confident in what I do because I've done it a long time and I know what I'm doing and, and, uh, you know, I have an ability to connect with people on that kind of level, but just on the whole you know, politics of the system level, I'm <laughs> much more confident. And so I, I think slaying those demons kind of took me in that right place. Uh, what I intend to do in the next five years is continue to push my body to see where it'll go and what it'll do because it loves being able to move. And, you know, there there's not an age limit on health and there's not an age limit on fitness. And I found that I can do things that people half my age are doing. And I just, I just want to keep inspiring other people who are my age to see that, um, that we are unstoppable. There, there are only limits that we place on ourselves. I think you're incredible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's that old quote. There's the old quote, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. I say forget that. (laughs) Hell hath no fury like a woman who believes in herself and has confidence (laughs) to back it up. Because now you've got everything connected at once, your history, your past, your education, your experience, your motivation, you believe in yourself, you've got your confidence, and now you're going to start kicking down doors. And I am really excited to see uh, what you do in the future, because I can hear the spark uh, in you. And, you know, sometimes when you're young and you get dejected like that, that spark gets uh, extinguished for a little bit. But with it back and, and you feeling good and confident, and I'm excited because I think you're going to do some amazing things. And uh, life ain't over by a long shot. <laughs> I got 40 or 50 more years to go. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just a kid. I love it. 
I love it. Uh, you mentioned uh, Wendy. Is there anyone else you want to give a shout-out to, anybody who's kind of helped you along your way in the DDPY community or any kind of websites or anything you want to share or promote or anything uh, while we got you here? Uh, yeah, actually, Anthony Vignus, Community Chronicles, he was the first person who helped me become comfortable in front of a camera and and comfortable having a conversation with people about my life because it seems really easy right now, but six months ago it was not easy at all. And so definitely Anthony Vignus and then Brittany Rose, she was the very first person in um, in DDP yoga that I connected with and she and I have become, you know, friends for life. Jonathan, awesome. Jonathan Bartholomew. Yeah, they're so, awesome. Um, there are a million, there are a million others, but those are the three who've just really been there with me at different points of my growth. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, one I just, last question for from me, um, real quick. Um, so obviously you mentioned that thing that happened at 21 years old and, and the confidence that it's out from you. And obviously that's a pretty significant part of your past and your history. Um, I don't know if he's alive. I don't know why, but if you were able to walk in front of the guy who drove, drove your, your name through the mud and your reputation through the mud like that and tried to, tried to like break you down for no reason, if you were to show him what you are today and stand in front of him, what would you say if given the chance to, uh, whether he remembers yeah. you or not, or, you know that that's funny because once this all like kind of came about in my head, I looked him up and I I found out he actually lives in a place that I go to often, and I was like, what would I say? And then I thought, no, you know, that's that's actually just giving him. He's not worth the time of day. It wouldn't be worth saying anything to him because people like that, somebody who can do something like that, I don't think will ever change, and my words would mean nothing to them. So it wouldn't be worth my time. Oh, that's victory right there, if you ever if yep. you talk to me. You don't, need, you don't need to say anything. You're, you're in a place that you know, you're doing all right. And, and that's awesome. And I, and I'm happy. I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you. And I'm really excited to see the incredible things you're, you're bound to do in the future. And I thank you for coming on and, and chatting with us today. And uh, Crystal, anything uh, you yes. wanted to say at the end there? I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry. No, I just wanted to take the time to say to Connie, I'm really very grateful to have met you. So thank you for coming on the show so much and sorry if I didn't give you guys a chance to talk Oh, get me no, started no, no. I won't shut up <laughs> no no please thank you uh, Crystal has heard oh. me talk more than enough enough for 17 <laughs> lifetimes so I, I'm I, I can go so <laughs> and my wife appreciates any quiet she can get at this point <laughs> but thank you both for inviting me to be on the show will you come back Connie Absolutely. Oh, if, if you ever want to hear me again for another hour, 
Of course I do. No, absolutely. I love it. We'll, we'll definitely like to check out, check in with you at the future. We always take a, a handful of really good guests and, and bring them back for updates. So uh, I'm excited to see where you're at next time around. Great luck in the challenge. And uh, we uh, appreciate you coming on and being our Warrior of the Week this week. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And, uh, oh, absolutely. You as well. Thank you so much, Connie. And uh, we always wrap up DDP Radio with a world-famous Kristen yeah. Stewart quote of the week. So it's like, it's like, it's like going to see uh, uh, the Bee Gees and they don't play Staying Alive. I mean, uh, you just gotta, you gotta, play, you gotta play the hits, Crystal. <laughs> so without any further ado, uh, Crystal Stewart, the quote of the week. Here we go. Um, so this week's quote of the week is from River Phoenix, and the quote is: "Run to the rescue with love, and peace will always follow." Well, there we go. I love it. Um, River Phoenix, quote of the week. Good job, Crystal. That's awesome. Thank you so Thanks. much for all your hard work. Also, check out the Facebook page. Uh, Crystal's been killing it over there. She's got all kinds of great content. She works on daily, and I'm terrible at social media, and she's crushing it. So I appreciate everything you do over there. And uh, we'll be you. back with another episode. I can't believe it's August already. And uh, I know. you guys have a great rest of your uh, week. And uh, thank you all so much. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Crystal. And we'll be back. Uh, next week, I believe, with a brand new episode of DP yep. Radio. And own it, my friends. Have a great week. Be good. Thank you, guys. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.